G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. When it is Friday, we know it's the day we'll talk through some of those deep issues that have been in the news this week, things that are shaping the culture that we live in here in Australia. Well, if you've been following the political debate, you'll know that there is anticipation on all sides as to what will happen when the Australian Liberal Party get together in their party room next week because the issue of marriage is very firmly on the agenda. There's a push for the same-sex marriage to be voted on in the Parliament. And then there's the options of what happened to the promised plebiscite, the promise that was made before the last election that so far the Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull has held too. And what about this idea of a postal plebiscite? It's like Plan B, but they don't need permission from the Senate to be able to do that. Well, let's get some insights into what might be happening politically and what we might think as Christian believers. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, back with us again today as a cultural commentator, Bill. A necessary time for your insights. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, the Liberal Party is going to be getting together next week. No doubt uh, the Coalition, including the Nationals, will also have their say. But Conservatives, when they're in the Parliament, they're sitting opposite the Labor Party. Uh, There are all these forces that are at work right now to direct the marriage direction. What are your thoughts about what's likely to happen next week? Well, we know that there have always been some renegade voices within the Coalition, Uh, some pro-homosexual and homosexual marriage liberals. Uh, But all that has just come to a head recently in a whole spate of uh, news items and articles talking about uh, at least now at least six uh, backbenchers in the Liberal Party who've been very brazenly upfront about what they want to do. They will draft yet another pro-homosexual marriage bill. They will defy the party, they will defy the leader, they will defy, as you mentioned, the election promise of a plebiscite only to decide this issue. They will push for this, and they have even said they will cross the floor and join their Labour and Greens colleagues to make sure that we get homosexual marriage. So this is mutiny on the bounty, big time. Uh, Like I say, at least six now, one senator, at least in four or five uh, MPs in the Liberal Party openly declaring war on the Liberal Party position on this and willing to basically sink the entire party. That's how I see how serious this is. So it really is treasonous. Not that we expect Malcolm Turnbull, who has always been pro-homosexual marriage, to uh, you know stand strong. He, in fact, next week he's going to have to either side with his conservative buddies and say, all right, you six, either sit down and shut up or get out of here. That's what's needed to somehow preserve the party. But if he just tries to happily placate everybody, well, it's it's going to be disaster, and you're going to see a lot of people jumping ship, 
probably join in with Cory Bernardi and his new party. Yes, it'll be a significant week, and you've got to feel for the Prime Minister in one sense uh, that he is about to lose no matter what he does. Mm. As you say, he's going to have to take sides one way or another. So placating the Conservatives who don't want to to have a free vote in the Parliament, they want the marriage plebiscite. Uh, There's the other uh, more moderates in his party that do want to change the marriage laws, and that's the side, as you say, the Prime Minister is on. Somehow or other, he is going to lose face, lose ground, and maybe even lose his job. Yeah, well, and again, this is not some new development that we can say, poor Malcolm, you know, he's in a tough lose-lose situation. This has always been the case. First of all, he's always been a labor-light politician. He's always been more on the left side of politics than the right. And, of course, simply going back to when he stabbed Tony Abbott in the back and took his job away from him. So he's brought all this on himself And he is, in many ways, single-handedly helping to bring down the Liberal Party. So it's certainly not looking uh, good, whatever happens in the next week or two. In fact, some of these rebels and the Libs are saying we will have a vote in Parliament uh, come September. So they're very uh, brazen in pushing all this. And, of course, we could ask, why are they doing this instead of the plebiscite? Well, the answer is very simple. If we did do a plebiscite, uh, the homosexual activists and their allies know they will lose. They will not have the numbers with the general public to vote through homosexual marriage. But they do think they can now get the numbers in Parliament. That's why they want to bypass the will of the Australian people, and they want to push uh, with a handful of uh, parliamentarians to redefine what uh, marriage has been for thousands of years. So this is a very uh, serious issue, and they're really seeking to go behind the back of the Australian people and force it upon us if they get their way in a parliamentary vote. Bill, there are a series of liberal politicians who are threatening to cross the floor. And in so doing, or even the threat, as I did hear from one member, uh, to in fact uh, move to the crossbench uh, and therefore throw the government into uh, what is potentially uh, absolute turmoil and may may even lose government. Uh, this sort of thing, this is where it is so serious. Uh, how does Malcolm Turnbull, do you think, uh, negotiate this? Because being, as and I know you've called him, a Labour-light leader and uh, someone who has supported the free vote in Parliament doesn't want the plebiscite himself, uh, What do you think he'll do? Well, he's in a very tough place. As you say, it is a lose-lose situation. On the one hand, you have the lefty pro-homosexual libs who are threatening him and demanding things of him, but we also have had, thankfully, some of the conservative colleagues making threats of their own, saying, again, if, if you allow this to go on, there will be consequences. And as I say, some of that will probably mean more people jumping ship. I mean, uh, One state Liberal MP rightly said this whole thing is an early Christmas present for Cory Bernardi. He is now the one and his Australian Conservatives who are offering a sole Conservative uh, uh, voice. The Liberal Party is certainly not doing it. We've had one debacle after another, the recent Christopher 
Pine situation in which he told people that we will get homosexual marriage real soon. I mean, this is not the party of Menzies. It's not the party of uh, conservatism. Sure, we got some good, strong conservatives still there, but I think the real question now is not so much how Malcolm is going <clears> to <throat> run with this, because I think he's, he's going to lose no matter what happens. The question is what happens to those remaining solid conservatives. Do they try to stay on board what might be the Titanic going down? Is the Liberal Party now redeemable, or is it pretty much gone? Uh, do they join some of the other colleagues who are going to uh, Cory Bernardi's new party? So it's not just a question for Malcolm. It's a question for the whole country. What happens whether the Liberal Party and what happens to some of the uh, remaining Christian and conservative MPs who are, are really now in a tough bind? Well, in one of your recent articles, Bill, you entitled it The Death of the Liberal Party, Why Conservatism and Homosexualism Do Not Mix, uh, the high likelihood that there could be an explosion within the Liberal Party over issues next week, even if the Prime Minister decides to try to uh, to defuse the situation mm. by having the postal plebiscite, uh, yes. that may actually trigger those rebel MPs, pro-homosexual MPs, uh, to actually vote with their conscience and bring down the party. Yeah, well, that's right. So, again, as we both agree, uh, it seems no matter what Malcolm tries to do to head this off at the pass, it's going to be disaster, whatever happens. And part of the bigger picture here is, of course, not just Australia, but the whole West. We see a real revulsion toward the kind of now very stale two-party system, right? I mean, Trump came as a, well, at the end as a Republican, but you could really say he came as an outsider. The Brexit vote, uh, some of the recent votes in France and elsewhere, there really is getting to be a sense that the old two-party system, the, the two parties are pretty much like each other. There's not much to choose from. They're holding the populace captive. There must be a better way. So in Australia, Corey's trying to do it with his new party. Uh, you know, it's um, getting to be where, you know, Tweedledum, Tweedledee, how can the liberals really offer us a whole lot more than... Uh, what labor is offering, the whole system is kind of shifting left, and where is that conservative anchor that people need? Now, in my piece, I did say for many years I've you know, encouraged conservatives to stay in the Liberal Party, to keep fighting, to keep trying to keep it on course. I guess what I'm saying now is I'm not sure how long that can still be helpful advice. If you feel called to stay and fight, well, by all means do it. I'll support you, but I'll understand as well if some of these, either in the party itself as a member or as a politician, uh, decide maybe it's time to find a different party. So it's, it's a very uh, momentous days. Uh, in fact, there will be a lot of Christian groups praying and fasting in the coming weeks, given how important all this is. Yes, and for years there have been those who have written letters to their politicians who have knocked on the door and sat down for a cuppa with their local member and they've shared their thoughts. They haven't been slow to sign petitions and be on all sorts of ways that they can make commentary, whether it be talkback radio or comments at the bottom of news stories, articles online. 
All of that work, Bill, uh, coming to a head potentially next week because this is where the decisions are likely to be made. Direction may well and is likely to change as of next week. So all of the hard work that's gone in, uh, we wonder whether it's enough. What are your thoughts about yeah. whether it'll be enough? Yeah. Well, good point. I mean, a couple of things to bear in mind. While two dozen countries have now gone down this path, of legalizing homosexual marriage, Australia hasn't. And that despite over 15 different attempts. I mean, it might be up to 18. You, know, you kind of lose count. Uh, over the last decade or more, there's been one bill after another, one attempt after another. So I think the positive thing for Christians is to look at this as a God thing. We've managed to hold the line. We've managed both through prayer, fasting, and spiritual warfare, as well as what you just said, uh, sending in those letters, contacting MPs, doing all the hard work. Between those two, by God's grace, we've held the line. So as dark and dire as the next few weeks may well look, uh, this is not the time to give up. This is the time especially for Christians to pray even more and to work even more. Contact Malcolm Turnbull. It's not hard to find his contact details online. Contact your local member. Tell them to hold strong. Remind them of the promise of the plebiscite. So there's plenty we can still do, and by God's grace, a miracle can well happen. We may yet fend this off, and perhaps who knows what will happen to the Liberal Party. But, uh, you know, this is a moment when it's time for God's people to rise and shine. And, Bill, the concern for future generations here, because it's not something that, if there is change, will come and go uh, with uh, a breeze and with uh, it won't just come and go easily. This is something that will uh, make permanent change to the culture, and uh, that's why we need to take a special care and uh, while special prayer and, and even last-minute lobbying from individuals with their local MPs is going to be important. Yeah, absolutely. Everything changes when homosexual marriage goes through. People will find themselves losing their jobs, uh, being fined, even imprisoned. I've documented this countless times now, and that is, well, it's already happening here before we've had the redefinition of marriage. So everything will change, and it'll get much worse. So we really need to stand strong at this time. Well, Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. I'll point people to uh, one of your latest blogs called The Death of the Liberal Party, Why Conservatism and Homosexualism Do Not Mix. Uh, simply go to billmuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch. Bill, thanks for being with us again today on 2020. Always great to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.